you back to our second episode. Yay! Yay, we're back. Hey Yay. guys, so um, this is Lexi, and I um, was trying to think of different things that we wanted to share on this episode with you guys that we thought um, would be a good topic for this week. We were talking about self-improvement and ways that we've seen ourselves grow just being on a college campus, um, growing up, things we've experienced, and a lot of new stuff that we want to share with you guys about our lives and just us. So yeah. Yeah. Um, this is Shelby. Some of the feedback we got said that me and Aaron's voice kind of sounded like I didn't think we'd get that. But yeah, some no, people yeah. told me. My aunt, she called me after she listened to it. She was like, I didn't realize how deep your voice was. And I was like, <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. So, but this is Shelby. Um, yeah. So as Lex said, um, one of my topics that I wanted to talk about today was kind of learning in college how I learned how to start accepting things for what they are instead of always what I want them to be. Um, and I think that's something that comes with time and age, but it's something that I've learned a lot about and how to be in situations and be a lot happier with my days by just accepting things for how they are instead of constantly hoping and wishing and on people and different things that things will change and be better when things just aren't are how they are sometimes. And before this episode, Shelby and I were kind of talking about what we wanted to talk about with day-to-day -day life. And I just randomly was like, having fun in like the day-to-days, like you have to have fun in the mundane. Like you have to enjoy like, oh, I get to have my morning coffee today. Like just celebrating little things that when you step back, you're like, wow, not everyone gets to enjoy this about today. And it makes your day just like so much brighter because you're like, wow, I really had the privilege of having a good day today. One simple thing that makes me very happy on a daily basis is just the weather. Like if it's sunny outside, that kind of also reflects my mood. So, so it makes true. me so much happier. And then sometimes I tell myself though, I just should be thankful for every day that I have. So um, when it's rainy, sometimes I'll psych myself into being super happy and happier than usual <laughs> to hopefully benefit others who might not be having great days if they also feel like the weather impacts how they work. Yeah, everything depends on um, the way you look at it. And um, like Prayer just said, like today, recording on Thursday, it's a really nice day outside. <laughs> it's so it's been a pretty nice week. I, I think it rained. Less but pollen. Less pollen. It's Praise just, it's so pollen. pretty. All the trees are green and the flowers are happy and it's just nice outside and spending time. <laughs> the trees are happy. <laughs> did you the ask them, Shelby? Are I the trees did. Happy? They told me. They left me a voice. <laughs> Shelby I speaks to like the trees. I feel like second semester, well, it's my first. For second semester of college. But I feel like <laughs> second semester, <laughs> I think second semester is definitely harder than first semester just because whenever the weather is nice, I don't really want to study. I just want to go outside by the pool and lay out. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like, I would love to study outside by the pool, but I just cannot at all. No, there's no production. So, I have to. Absolutely. That is so true. So something that um, I kind of brought up to the girls and I was like, I really just like, I've been thinking about it all this week and we've been like kind of taking notes about stuff that we've noticed and just self-improvement because if you stop and like think about how far we've come like even me from high school to now like I don't know me like I yeah. high school me would not know me now and for a lot of good reasons not to say that if you're in high school like you're your worst self or you're not going to be um you know that great person that you are, you might've already found that, but took me till now. So whatever. <laughs> um, and I'm still like working on that. So, um, us talking about self-improvement, I wanted to talk about how easily I am triggered by things. And 
literally one of my most annoying traits is I get triggered when people are mean to me, mean to my friends, mean on the internet, and it immediately gets me just on edge kind of for like the rest of the day. I just have like this, why do people have to be mean like that? Like why I don't get it? Like what are they gaining from it? And I need to work on using that energy and turning it into a way to like be nice to people who hurt you and smile at them when they're being mean to you. And honestly, if you look from their perspective and think like, oh, why are they treating me this way? Maybe you'll recognize why they're so upset with the world and like why they need to feel like they need to take it out on you. Not to say that I've never come across anyone as mean. I'm sure I have, even if I didn't mean to, but um, it's a good thing to be in someone else's perspective for the day and just kind of, if you have that one person that bothers you, be like, where are they in their lives? Like, what is bothering them that they yeah. need to act this there's way towards me? Yeah, there's obviously a reason that they're acting like that. Um, my favorite book in high school was To Kill a Mockingbird. Probably still oh, is. Yeah, but, but there's that one part in it that I, I think everyone knows and has seen before places. But it's, I don't know the exact quote, but it's something to the effect of, um, you don't truly understand anyone's life or their mind or what's going on with them until you walk a mile in their shoes. It's that whole concept of like not understanding what people are going through because yeah. there's not one person on this on this earth that's not going through something, whether it be small or big or both. Like, there's no one that isn't experiencing something bad or might be a lot of good stuff, but there's always bad. So, um, being able to understand that with people makes you be able to understand how to react to how they act towards you too and that's it's not always easy it's so you're, constructive if you're having a bad day too and they're rude to you it's like oh my god yeah it's spiraling <laughs> yeah, yeah like someone hold me back but <laughs> someone hold something me back. to think about <laughs> and I think what also plays off of that is why there's such an underlying importance in being so kind to everyone you meet if you can yeah. because just thinking about what people are going through and just taking even a small second to reflect upon that um, I think would go a long way because doing something as simple as smiling at someone or waving or saying hi will um, immeasurably help you grow in terms of personal growth too, I think. I also think just, um, I don't know, just being nice to everyone in general kind of reflects, you know, whenever they leave. I always brought this up in high school, um, but, you know, five years from now, I want someone to remember me, remember me as, you know, the girl who, like, smiled at me that one day or was just, like, super genuine and super nice that one time whenever I needed to laugh or, you know, because, I mean, you can, I don't know, you, you can spend hours a day looking at yourself and being like, oh, like, what am I going to wear today or, like, what kind of makeup am I, and, you know, like, I used to just, especially my freshman year of high school, I would always think, oh, like, what am I going to wear today or, like, what kind of makeup am I going to look or what makeup look am I going to do so people can remember me? But mm. people aren't going to remember the outfit remember you took that. an hour to pick out. Like, they're going to remember you as, you know, someone who was just genuine and nice and, you know, just put a smile on their face. You know so. the feeling when you walk into a party and all your friends are like, oh, my gosh, Lexi. That feeling is, like, one of the purest feelings in the world yes. because people care about you and they're excited that you're there. Mm -hmm. And even if it's something small like that, I try and be that person that, like, when somebody walks in the door, if I'm paying attention, most of 
but yeah, being that person that recognizes that one person that walks in the room, even if you know them a little bit, even if you barely know their name, even if you don't know their name, hey pal, how's it going? Like that tricky play when you don't know somebody's name, hey girly, what's up? Oh, um, yeah. that's, it still makes people, you know, you may not remember their name because I have a terrible memory. Sorry no, yeah, if I don't remember their name. But Acknowledging someone, even if you like don't know them or even if you forgot their name, I forget names all the time. <laughs> the Just worst. like acknowledging them or like if you see someone like, sitting alone eating, like, I always just try to, like, go up and be like, yo, can I sit with you? Because I feel like acknowledging someone is the purest form of, like, I don't know. You are a great person. And, like, yeah. you feel like someone in the world is, like, recognizing you that day. And, like, yeah. that sounds really dumb, but that's all what we feel, for sure. Yeah. I think um, we all thrive off of, like, someone, like, noticing and, like, showing them, like, yeah. love and attention in, like, a good way. You know what I mean? In a good way. This is a very famous quote from Maya Angelou, um, but oh. I feel like I've heard it a lot, but it completely I goes love this with quote. what we're I saying. Know what you're I know. Say. <laughs> I looked it up to make sure that I was saying it correctly. Oh, um, look at you. Just like Maya studious herself. woman. I know. I've heard it before. Um, <laughs> and she said... I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So that just completely, that's exactly what these hoodlums just said, and it was great. And um, that's so true because people, if you just being a kind soul and just being nice and, like, your smile, like, speaks volumes compared to, like, even saying anything, Mm -hmm. you know? I think it's also so important not to be shy about something like that because I'll even see people who I know and I've only met them a few times and I'll see them make eye contact with me really fast and I feel a smile on my face, but they're not going to see that because they broke that eye contact. Mm -hmm. Or I'm about to wave or say their name and they just don't know if I know them or recognize them and all of that. So I think it's just the thought that counts too and just full send with that kind of thing. Just go for it. If you know someone or you think you know them, just smile. It's not going to hurt anyone at the end of the day. That's so true. I was thinking about, I don't know if you guys are the same way, but like if you're at work or you're at school, the kindness that you show people that you are, I'm trying to think of a better word for kindness because it's not even just like normal human being cordialness to your fellow coworkers, your fellow schoolmates, like so, so important. And if we treated everyone like the people we work on projects with, like hey, like, I know you're probably really busy today or, like, we approach everyone that way instead of people we've just become, like, comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Um, That makes your life so much easier. And you start to, if you're acting one way at work and school and treating people one way and you're not doing it with, like, good intentions or pure intentions and then you go in your personal life and you're just not treating them the same way that you do at work or school, you're going to have, like, this weird identity crisis Mm-hmm. kind of, that you are acting one way in front of everyone, and whether it be the way I'm describing or in another way, if you're trying to portray somebody that you're not, and then you're around your friends and you're somebody else, you're like, who am I really? Like, just be yourself. Like, the people that are going to want to be around you are going to be around you, and you don't need to worry about being accepted because pretty much anyone out there is going to be friends with you when they recognize, like, how bold and awesome you're being about your own personality. 
And I think all of the stuff that we just said with all of that also parallels to workers and staff. Russell House is our student union here at USC. And I can't even begin to recount all the times that I've seen people just not be the nicest they could be to workers here, like people who are serving them food and just not saying thank you. And I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's one of my biggest pet peeves too. And I think that's something that's so important that there are people too. And just like, it might be a stressful day for you and you might be super busy. You might have something else on your plate, but yeah. so do they. They have families to go home to at the end of the day, and this is how they make ends need. I know um, Lexi and I are in the same sorority, and I'm actually oh, best friends. Our kitchen staff. Our kitchen staff is absolutely amazing. When we got I, in the car yesterday, and um, Terry was like, bye, girls. I love Terry. Terry, Terry shout out to Ch- Terry. I actually, it was my birthday. Um, last month was my birthday and the kitchen staff I'm really really good friends with them yeah happy late birthday to me um (laughs) but they actually wrote me a card I like I'm very like closely personal with all of them and that was one of the kindest things anyone has ever done for me yeah it was so cute I I am so close with them too because I see them every day (laughs) and it makes them so happy when there's like 500 girls coming in our house and you're like hey like call them by their name they so appreciate that. And I genuinely am so excited to see them because they are genuinely so excited to see me. And they're the kindest people. Like, I remember um, I was carrying a salad and I, he knows I'm really clumsy and I was going to drop, I'm about to drop the salad. He's like, you're going to need some uh, plastic wrap on that. It was the nicest thing ever. He like plastic wrapped my salad and I was like, <laughs> he knows me first of all. And second, like, that's just so sweet. Take that time out of your day to plaster wrap my salad. Like, that is so kind. Thank no, you. No, every single day, Miss Deb will pack me grapes for breakfast. She, like, puts them in a little plastic zippy oh, lock bag. Mom. And she gives them to me, and it's literally the sweetest, most pure That's thing really, ever. She's so and cute. it's the best. And actually, I think I texted them all, like, episodes of the podcast, so I think they're planning That's on listening so to it. They're like, please tell me, like, please tell me when it's up. And, I like, told them to. Right, so they know. They know. Yeah, and even just in general, like, like we just said, like, if we all respect each other, then we're gonna live in a better world and a more happy world and even like yesterday um Prana and I were um we were tabling on Green Street and we had to pass out flyers and this goes for like anything I know people pass out flyers everywhere but this was one of my first encounters with flyer passing outing passing out flyer no that was passing good. out flyers I like that I yeah. did too pa- passing outing passing outing flyer passing outing <laughs> Flyer passing. (laughs) Anyway, that was my first experience with that, and um, it was I was felt really awkward about it because normally I'm just I don't really care about stuff like that, but I just felt weird because I'm the person that tries to dodge the people passing out flyers because I'm just going to whatever I'm doing, and I'm you know I don't I don't want to have to talk to everybody, and I just want (laughs) to go to my class, and you know I I don't normally wear headphones because I kind of like being able to just not wear them all the time and not have music in my ear, but so many people wear headphones, and so I decided to not try to give headphoners um, flyers, but I would give people that didn't, but their heads would be down. They were faking phone calls. I knew it, but I wasn't faking mad at them. I just, I felt awkward about it, but the people, the kind people that took it and said thank you and were, you know, obviously <laughs> trying to dodge me, but didn't, and they were so kind, and that made my day, and then there were some people that straight up told me no and wouldn't look at me and that that's okay too but like just being nice those people that were nice to me yesterday made me feel so much better because I was out there for hours just trying to hand out these flyers and the 20 some people that took them it was really really sweet <laughs> I think like at the end of the day like I it's weird because I never realized this until my fresh 
freshman year of college this year, we have one life to live. Like we only have one life. And that's, and it's obviously we YOLO hashtag Drake, but, and, and I know that sounds so cliche, Thanks, Drake. but you like, seriously, I, I never realized like whenever I was 10 or 12, I, I got really big into like surfing or softball or like something I was really interested in. I was yeah. like, by the time I'm 18, like I'm going to have a YouTube channel. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be a pro surfer. Like I had all these ideas and it's like, I'm 18. None of that happened. But like my whole point of this is like you have one life to live and if you're going to spend it just getting like upset about little things or like mm-hmm. just not being a genuine person like whenever you're 60 you can't go back in time and like redo things like as much as you as much as you wish you could you can't go back to the time when you're 18 and like change things or like how you acted or like how you acted towards people so when and especially like whenever you're older like you're not able to do as much to give back to people besides like giving a smile on the face so I don't know I just think you only have one life to live be genuine be nice to people because that's how you're going to be remembered a good like real tip with this that everyone definitely goes through with the growing phase of learning like how you want to be treated and how you want to treat people if you recognize that you're around a group of people that don't give you the energy that you give them I would tell myself this a thousand times over. Get out of that situation. Because for whatever reason, they're not bad people. They just, they're not your friends. They're not the people that you're meant to be with. And that's a sign. It's not them being bad people that you need to avenge on Twitter by subtweeting them or post on your Finsta account. Girl, subtweeting is so 2015. You subtweeting, girl, boy. Stop. <laughs> Say it to them face. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but if you recognize that you're in that situation with a group of friends, you don't understand the change it makes in your life overall when you get out of those situations. If you get out of a bad relationship and you recognize, I was do. Why was I putting up with this? I did not deserve that. Or even in friendships, sometimes it hurts worse in friendships when you're not getting back what you are putting in. Like being a hundred percent supportive, or people just genuinely wanting to hang out with you or including you. You shouldn't ever have to worry about being included. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, old Lexi, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are so many great friends that like appreciate being with you and want to spend all that time with you that you're missing being with people that aren't a fit for you yeah like people I found something I find everything on Pinterest but I found something that I (laughs) saved um, a while back and this goes right into um, who you surround yourself with and how they affect your life Um, and it says get into the habit of asking yourself does this support the life I'm trying to create so like do the people you're putting in your life and surrounding yourself with support the happy life or whatever kind of life that you're trying to live and you just have to ask yourself that and sometimes that's not so easy you know taking a step back from people that don't support the life you're trying to create how many times can I say that Um, but so true but it's so true and that's not that's not easy but that's also part of um, growing and part of becoming a better version of yourself. And when I separated myself from those situations, like whatever period in life, I've done it multiple times. And it's like such a good self-growth thing 
you feel so much better. Like there's a period where you're like, I have no friends. I need to start from the bottom again. But it's just so much easier to make those hard choices because the fruit of that labor is so much more than I was ever going to get. The people that you're surrounding yourself with that aren't supporting the life that you're trying to create, that's okay. So one thing, I think even um, Carson and I talked about this. Shout out to Carson and Dana, our video guys. We love them. And Caroline, mm -hmm. our assistant. Hi, Caroline. Um, <laughs> hey, Caroline. You, you better be um, listening. We love all of them gonna, so much. She's going to listen to this and be like, what the heck? <laughs> um, but anyways, one question that I tend to get a lot is because I have such a broad social circles and some friends with a lot of random different people. Um, a lot of people always ask me, and I know Carson and I talked about this, and he was like, how do you find the genuine ones? How do you make friendships like that that are long-lasting? Because <laughs> that, I mean, and we had like a good deep car conversation about this in Bull Street Garage. Um, but last week. Um, but it's like a very valid question to be asked, and especially when you're in a place like college, there's so many people everywhere, and even if you had a solidified friend group in high school, it's hard to find that kind of thing in college. And I think one way to ensure that you have genuine friends, they can build you up and you can build them up and it can be like a mutual kind of thing, is doing those things about random acts of kindness for others and just smiling at people because you never know where you're going to meet those people. Like when we talked about the last episode, Erin and I met in a line, she smiled at me and was very kind and now we're like best friends. So if you actually take those truths and hold them to heart, I think that'll help in those kinds of relationships. Preach, girl. Going off of what we were just talking about, basically like you being able to um you being able to grasp who you want in your circle and being in college and finding all these people that, you know, I feel like a lot of people say in college you really find your people and blah blah blah. To me that's crazy because I chose to come to a college that's six hours away from home. No one from my high school came here and yep. I came here and I just made all these friends and I made really, really lasting friendships. And to me, that's more than a coincidence. Like that's just wild to me. And I feel like a lot of people say that too. But I think in college you come and you learn so much about yourself and grow in the way that in order for you to find your friends and to be able to do that, you have to really be in love with yourself and be really comfortable with yourself in order to be open to finding people. Like it's a thought of that people come come around, people come to you when you least expect it, when you're most when you're least looking for it, when you're the most comfortable with yourself that that's when you find your people. They recognize and that. They, yeah, they recognize that and that's how <laughs> friendships and things like that happen is when you become more self when you love yourself more in that way I think I've really learned a lot about like loving yourself um during college I growing up I always um so I have two older brothers and my parents are divorced so going over to my dad's house I was always with the guys it's really funny because whenever I was little for four years I dressed up as spider-man <laughs> like I also like always struggled with just trying to find my worth in guys um I feel like growing up, because I'm the youngest and I'm the only girl, I always try to um, be one of the guys or, like, try to, like, get their attention. I, have, I mean, I have, I have two older brothers, so. But I feel like with that growing up, I kind of took it to the rom romantic side and tried to find my worth in guys and, like, try to find their attention. Um,
But I got in my first relationship my senior year of high school going into college, and I just thought, oh my goodness, like, I'm going to be so happy, like, I'm finally, like, dating a guy, this is, like, my first relationship, and, you know, I've never had someone to care about me as much as this person does, and I'm, like, completely, like, in love with him, and he's in love with me, like, this is amazing, but, like, months went, like, after a few months, I kind of realized, like, I was happy because I was getting attention from him. Like I would find myself wanting to stay in my room and just FaceTime him all the time because I like wasn't finding my worth in myself. I was finding it in him. And so I feel like with that, um, I kind of realized like if I really want to be in a relationship and see it flourish, like I need to be completely in love with myself first. Because, you know, whenever you're you're whenever you're in a relationship with someone it's supposed to be you two growing together. And I feel like we were growing, but I also feel like I wasn't growing as an individual. I was, I feel like we were growing apart, but I also like kind of wasn't growing, if that makes sense. Cause I was just yes. trying to find all my worth in him. Um, but now I am single and I am just trying to find like what makes me happy and trying to love myself a little bit more. And self-love is so important especially before you get in a relationship. My aunt, we were talking and she was like, you know, before I got married um, or before I even found my husband, I remember sitting in my bed. I was, I think she said she was either like 23 or 24. And she was like, I was sitting in my bed. It was a Saturday night and I was just watching TV and I was completely just happy. I was content. Like I didn't have mm -hmm. to go out to have fun or I didn't have to be around someone to have fun. Yeah. And I think, being happy with yourself and being okay by being alone is com so important before you date someone or, like, date someone to marry them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mirroring Aaron's situation, I had been in the very same circumstance probably so, like, same time period, like, but a year before I was feeling those same feelings about, like, just short-term, not really relationships, didn't really, you know, wasn't vibing with that. And I ended up just, like, my senior year, I really think I came in to figuring out self-love, as people say now, but, like, knowing who I am and what I wanted. Um, I became really sure of myself because I was at a point where I had to do some growing up. Like, I was going to a college that was four hours away. I um, knew no one at my college. I didn't have anyone here. I didn't know my roommate at all. We'd never even met until we moved in. Um, it was just me doing my own thing. And that was scary. But I think I had that realization my senior year that made it so much easier for me to be like, you know what, you got this. Like, you have to believe in yourself because you're going to only have you when you're up there and you're going to need that. And it didn't go all smoothly. But um, one thing did, and being in a relationship with my boyfriend, who I met at the same time period that Aaron did, um, it's just kind of showing, like, how different things can happen in the same yeah. time. Um, even though this was around the same time, I'd been through exactly what you've been through. It's not like, you know, it's supposed to happen right when everyone else is, it's happening to them. So um, that's a good thing to note, too. But I'd become so comfortable in being with myself and being who I am that I was like I could literally live life just 
me, my friends, my family, and not need anyone. Um, and I met my boyfriend, and we are so happy, and we did an opposite kind of, I don't know how to explain that. We had a reverse effect. We um, had separate lives, like we're six hours apart, but we help each other grow like every single day. And like, I, we've become like super aware of like, we have different lives. We're both learning and growing as people, but we're able to do that together. And that's like something I never thought I'd be able to say being in a relationship. I think that's so important to recognize that like, whenever you're in a relationship, you have your own life. You know what I mean? It's not like, like you are your own person and you can do it. You, you know, like you have your own life, you're your own person. It's not like, it's just you and that person. That's it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you are still able to like to do stuff that you want and like, no, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and what you were saying about your aunt, like how she was like, yeah, I was just sitting at home and like, I could watch a movie and just be completely happy. All my friends go out here all the time. Like I'll go out with them too, but I don't feel like I need to do anything in the pursuit of something else anymore because I'm just okay. I'm just happy where I'm at. I'm happy with the friends I'm at. And um, I'm just working every day, like, to be a better version of myself. I want to say that um, it's Aaron and Lexi's stories are both very interesting and I think relatable to so many people. And I think it's um, both of them are really enlightening in the fact that um, Aaron learned a lot about herself. And I feel like I'm giving, like, a like story notes. <laughs> Lexi. I'm like, I'm like, well, at the end of the day, this is what we learned, guys. Um, no, but and also, I just want to say that I'm the type of person that's very um, uh, pessimistic about relationships in college just because I never really see it work other than a couple people I know, and Lexi's one of them, and the people that make that work and that are really happy and grow off each other and compliment each other, I think that's so cool, and rock on, man. Rock on. You know yeah, what I mean? I- keep rocking so basically um that kind of wraps up our segment today um we talked about a lot of stuff but i think it was really good and i had a great time talking about it and i hope you guys have a good time listening to it um but yeah this is really on i mean at least for me it's really therapeutic to be able to talk to um three other girls my age in college and to be able to relate to each other and also learn things from each other many of you know and if you don't know we go to the university of south carolina And um, we want to talk about a local tragedy that struck our campus where we lost the life of one of our fellow students. And um, it's been weighing really heavy on our hearts this week. And we just wanted to shed some light on some true topics behind what happened and how we feel about it. Absolutely. Um, So basically, um, the girl that we lost, her name was Samantha Josephson, um, and she was a senior here at USC. And um, basically, um, there was a Facebook post shared by a girl named Kelsey Mariner. I hope I'm saying that right. Kelsey, if you're listening, I, um, we love you for this Facebook post. She this was this, so well written. Yeah, she wrote this Facebook post. It was really beautifully written. We, I, me, and her, me and Kelsey aren't friends on Facebook or anything, but I saw it because it was shared a lot on different social media outlets. But basically... Um, she shared a long Facebook post kind of about what happened and just how she felt about the situation being just a student on this campus um, this past week because this tragedy happened exactly a week ago today. Um, It was last Thursday. We're recording today on 
April 4th, Thursday. And so um, basically the Facebook post, I won't read all of it, but I urge everyone to read it. It would probably be easy to find. Um, basically what she said was that campus is a shared space, a sense of otherness from society. College is apart from normal, a bubble, a space to grow and learn and experience life. But our bubble has been violated. Um, she said, my heart is bleeding for women who in 2019 have to suffer the subconscious fear of violence every day, whether they know it or not. Because we live in a world where violent acts against one woman change the sense of safety for women everywhere. Um, so basically, the entire Facebook post was just really putting in perspective what happened and kind of how, um, how important it is, yes, that all of us need to watch out for each other men and women. We need to watch out for each other. We need to be kind to one another. We need to help each other out and be friends. But at the end of the day, this is how the world is in 2019. We recognize yeah. that not everyone yeah. is happy. Not everyone is a great person and that we're not going to change that through saying nice things on a podcast. Exactly. And we recognize that there are bad people in the world that, um, you know, can't need help and we can't we can't fix that we, nothing's perfect in the world and so basically um we just want to make everyone aware of the fact that the world that we live in right now women can't really live the same way as most men can um because of you know where we're at and basically um another part of kelsey's facebook post and um reference to how most men were affected by this, she said, they don't have to come up with a game plan. They don't have to picture themselves in a situation and plan an exit, exit strategy. They don't have to alter their behaviors to be safe in their environment. So, like, obviously every girl that's heard about this situation and what happened, I think can directly relate and picture herself in the position that Sammy was put in and how they would have felt in that and that's where we're at in 2019 that women in general we can't go outside and walk around at night by ourselves no we can't do that and I don't have a solution for how to fix that and I think someday maybe really far in the future um that could change maybe not in our lifetimes but get to a point maybe. where women can be maybe who knows but where women can be equal and feel safer in their environment but we just wanted to, you know, put that out there and make everyone aware that that's how it is. A good thing to recognize um, that I don't think will ever be said enough is she did not do anything wrong. Her friends did not do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. that's a huge, huge, There's huge nothing thing. abnormal about the circumstance that happened, and that's what's so scary about it. I took a drive share service home alone the same night that she did. I it think was it eye was an eye-opening experience for me that I can't do that. <laughs> Nobody should do that. Um, We're not capable. We can't. Yeah. Like, we, we just, just can't. Can't. And, and it's important to not fight that for the safety of everyone around you. Um, and she in no way was doing that. And she had no idea. And her friends had no idea. Yeah, she was in no way wrong. Her friends were that this is this is this doesn't fall back. We I think as a society, we tend to 
things like this happen so often with women that we tend to start blaming women and making them somehow in the wrong because they wore that or they For did sure. this or anything like that. And the, the thing is, is that that's not that's not the real problem it's in the so world. It's so easy to victimize the victim. And it makes me sad because she was probably such a strong woman. Um, what we did start talking about and sharing um, that I think Shelby and I both agreed on is being aware is a small solution to this very big problem. True. Always being aware of everyone in your life, whether it be through a circumstance similar to this or anything with mental health, just simply being aware. And I know that we don't always have all the time in the day to worry about everyone else, but recognizing that every situation can be a potentially dangerous situation and being patient with that fact is so very important. Don't ever take that for granted. And I think her parents would really appreciate the fact that we are promoting everyone being aware. And I I know some people don't think to do that. This goes back to like just being, you know, kind to everyone. We're not promised tomorrow. You know, we were lucky to have today. Like no one is promised tomorrow. Anything could happen. And with that, um, I feel like this whole situation for many people on campus um, it was humbling in a way, and I feel like definitely eye-opening to realize that, you know, you only have one life, and how you, how you choose to live it and how you choose to treat people um, is definitely important. At the end of the day, we absolutely encourage, um, like everyone, it's been such a call to action, kind of, after what happened um, this past week. This campus has really come together, and that's been really um, awesome to see. And Really great. Um, but, you know, it is, it's a call to action in the way that we need to be way more careful, and then we need to, um, you know, not, we need to um, stick together and watch out for each other, and like Aaron and Lexi said, just be kind to one another. Um, and we know all that and that's all wonderful and we just wanted to also just make it you know a thing that everyone's aware of that that it's a much bigger problem than rideshare services we also want to recognize um that we are preaching that women don't have um these same rights it's not to say that men don't face these issues too and that men don't go through what we go through just because um, we have to plan exit strategies and it is more prevalent for women and I think that's why it's talked on more, but there are men in the armed forces and overseas that we recognize in the police department and um, in minorities in our country. We recognize that everyone faces this in some respect or another and if you don't, I think it's important and even if you do, it's even more important because it affects you more directly. It affects everyone the same way. We should all be aware that our women and anyone by themselves of any race, gender, culture, society should be safe. And if we're learning anything from this, it's being aware of your surroundings. Um, so there's a recent hashtag and it says, what's my name. Um, and I think what a lot of people can take away from this is that, 
um, before you get in a ride from any company or any person, um, you always ask, you know, what's my name instead of, you know, are you here for, you know, Aaron? Or are you here for Shelby or Lexi or prayer? Um, and I just, I really love this hashtag, what's my name? Because her family, um, Samantha's family really wants us to remember her name. So, um, there was a post on Instagram that I'd shared on my story and it says, hashtag, what's my name? Her name was Samantha Josephson. Her family wants us to remember her name. So before getting in a car, you ask, what's my name, and remember hers. And I think that's just like really powerful because um, as a campus and as a, you know, a body, we can really look at this situation and you know, learn from it and grow from it. So um, I'm glad we got to talk about that. It's really important. Um, needs to be said and um, we really loved having you guys tune in for this episode we really loved recording it and it's been really fun so thank you guys for listening no thank you guys so much for all the support Um, we couldn't do this without our listeners so all of you guys have a wonderful and positive day (laughs) (laughs) try to take away if you take away anything from this then that's we're doing something right so yeah we're doing something here Mm -hmm. but yeah um That's the tea. Ciao. Keep us in your pocket. This is a production of the Garnet Media Group at USC.